guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome back to our fourth episode of this podcast, where we will continue to light up your night. I'm your host, Stella, here with fellow hosts Tiffany and Raiden, and a new guest on our podcast, who you might have heard last episode, the founder of Light. Give it up for Marvel! <laughs> hey! So let's not stall any longer, and let's jump right into today's episode. Now, I'm going to get to our topic of today in just a bit, but wow, are we sailing through the months, y'all. It feels like almost yesterday we were just on our little feet trying to start this podcast from the ground up, but alas, it is already June, which, by the way, happy Pride! Yeah, happy Pride! Happy Pride, everybody! Uh, I hope you all know that we are a safe space for all members of the LGBTQ plus community, and you know, I think I'm speaking for everybody in this group when I say that you are so valid. And, if, you know, if you feel like you don't belong anywhere, just know you absolutely have a place in our light family. Hey, and speaking about families, today we are diving deep into our own family dynamics and we are going to be playing the game, Who is the Better Sibling? Yay, let's go! Yeah. Woo, let's go. Yes. It is going to be a bloodthirsty debate. Or as Tiff would like to call it, an <laughs> open discussion. Which to me is really just a suggestion, um, but <laughs> a debate where we give our own hottest takes on, well, who is the better sibling type? the oldest child, the middle child, or the child that doesn't have a sibling at all. And if you're wondering, wait, what about the youngest child? We're not counting them. Y'all get too much attention anyways. <laughs> I'm kidding. What is this slander? <laughs> yeah, but seriously though, we don't have a youngest child, so we're very sorry for the lack of representation. And youngest child slander. I hope y'all can still stay with us on this. Oh God. I'm such a podcast newbie now. I'm like, I look at all two of you and you guys are like, oh yes, dude. This is... I'm like, I'm no, like, can you explain to me the rules again? Like... Okay, yeah. Tiff is going to explain. You know what? Tiff's going to explain the rules right now take it away tiff all right so thank you all so much for sending in your questions from our instagram box and these questions we're going to test the group today and i'll be discussing how we're going to do this so first of all each person's going to have a minute to speak about their personal stance rebuttals and are they for or against on a statement or question and then after that we'll have an open discussion period for another minute and i will decide whose argument was the most compelling, and I'll be tallying the scores. Woo, yes, thank you so much Tiff for that explanation, how exciting! So now you all know the rules of the game and what we'll be discussing today. But did you also know that each person in this group is actually a different type of sibling? That's right, we have the eldest sibling in the form of Raiden the Centenarian, so old he could turn to dust at any moment. Raiden, give us a comment, how old oh. I, hey, first thing, ironically, I'm actually the youngest, like, out of everyone That's here, ironically, true. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> oldest sibling here. But you are the oldest sibling, yeah, you are, you're the eldest the sibling oldest in your family. Sibling, yeah. But not, just the oldest here, right, let me just get that straight. Oh, come on. And that would be, that would be a place for someone else to take. <laughs> but how, how, what do you think, what do you think about your chances of winning today? It should be told, I haven't prepared much for this, but we'll see what happens, <laughs> we'll see what I'll do, we'll see what I'll do. Okay, well, I love that spirit. Um, you know, I feel like as a middle child, the obviously the most superior sibling type. Mm -hmm, that's not. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I, 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 I'm gonna. I'm totally. 
totally gonna win today. But you know what? We also have here our lovely guest, the one child wonder, the lonesome without a brosome like Marvel that never started because he doesn't have a sibling to bother him. The, the lonesome without a brosome, huh? Okay, Stella, I didn't know the, the, the debate has started. Um, we should we should quote that. We should quote that. <laughs> right, right. I'm yes, so I will that. be representing the only child and you know, thank you for inviting me, Tiffany, Stella, Raiden. Very, very glad to be here. You know, I'm not gonna say too much because I don't want to give out my my uh, chances of winning here. So. All right, okay. all right. Well, I will be the judge of all of that. So, should we begin, guys? Are you guys feeling ready? I know Stella's here out for blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> so are you all ready? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. All right. ready. All right. Let's start off with our very first statement. And that is, oldest children have more freedom to choose career paths. Raiden, let's hear your take on this. Careful, Raiden, you're on the minute. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and so automatically, as, a, as the oldest sibling myself, I definitely agree. We have the most freedom to go on with our career paths. Realistically, for all the oldest siblings out there, right? We may complain at times, but we do have the most freedom because sometimes you may catch your parents nagging to you about how they want you to be the doctor or the lawyer in the family. But at the same time, you have this sort of feeling that you want to pursue something else less uh, conventional, I'd say. But although you, although the backlash may come in from practically the entirety of the table of relatives that you do have, the oldest children ultimately set the benchmark for the rest of the siblings, and we have the most free reign to do so. All right. Thank you, Raiden. And now moving on to our bloodthirsty middle child here, Stella. <laughs> Stella. Stella. <laughs> Let's hear your take on this statement. You know what? I yeah, I gotta I gotta be against that statement. I feel like Ella's children don't really have the freedom to choose career paths. Now here's here's why I think that. Because when you're the oldest kid, I think, like Raiden said, parents do put a lot of expectations on you. Of course, it does differ between a lot of parents. But, you know, I know a lot of friends who are eldest siblings and, you know, they'll want to be singers or actors, you know, actresses. But they can't because their parents, like, that's that's the kid, you know, that's their oldest kid. That's their first kid. And so they want their first kid to succeed. And usually when you want to conventionally succeed, like we talked about last episode. And so I don't think that oldest kids do have the freedom to choose because um, they're really pushed in one direction. So... I, I got to disagree, Raiden. I'm so sorry. <laughs> As a middle kid, they I got want all the children to succeed. What do you mean? Yes, but like, that's the first kid. All okay. right. Thank you, Stella. And now, our only child, Marvel. Let's go, Marvel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, actually, just thinking about it, I don't really have much to say from experience, but just looking at and hearing from Raiden and Stella's. Uh, comments and observing some of my friends i do have to agree with Sarah that the older child does have the more expectations i'll say especially because if i was to think to myself if i were to become a parent i want my first child to be like a good example i don't want this person to go off and let's say if this person goes into a singing path god forbid like they'll end up broken homeless like somewhere random like uh, you know that may not be the best best shot but if let's say my uh, oldest child is already good. They go to doctor's path or my middle child as well. They go to a very conventional path. Then in my youngest child, then okay, you can experiment a little bit because I have like these other two children beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, that's my perspective. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Marvel. 
And now we're going to get into a little bit of a frenzy mode here as everybody can go openly discuss and rebut each other. So you guys, your time starts now. First, thank you, Marco, for ganging up with me on Raiden. Um. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Oldest child slander right now. Sorry. Well, but not really. But yeah, okay, okay. It's it's weird because you're the oldest child, so technically your point would have more substance. But you know, it doesn't make sense. Do you feel like you have less freedom, or do you have, do you feel like you have more freedom? Okay, actually, okay. In my case, it fluctuates a lot, but given that I'm the one who gets to set everything, that gives me a lot of freedom. I can do what I want, right? Whatever I do, my sister will have to either follow or try to keep up with. So there's that. But I guess the one thing I could get from both of the past answers is that which sibling was it then? Which sibling does have the most freedom? All right. Even though we're out of time, I'm going <laughs> to let you guys answer this Wait. one. I'm going to let you guys no, answer this no, one. No, no, no. It's, okay, which sibling? It? It's the youngest. It's the youngest because that's, that's the favorite. You usually let your favorite have like the most freedom, no? Yeah, it's the youngest, definitely. But also... My eldest sister, she wanted to be a dog, and my parents said no. So I don't know what you guys are talking <laughs> about. You don't have, yeah, she's literally like, I want to be a dog. Like, she was like six or something. But I'm just saying, there's no freedom in that. She can't be the dog she wanted to be. And now she's a doctor. <laughs> I think, I think it, it, it really has to do with how it was previously. And if, let's say, your, your first child is like fine and dandy, your second child is fine mm. and dandy, then you probably, as a church, you have a lot of freedom, right? You're like, oh, yeah. okay, like only three to work out. But if your first and second one is not fine and dandy and they end up, you know, in a, under a bridge, then it's kind of like, you better succeed as my only hope, like at the end, right? Like, like my last challenge. So, yeah, that's I think true. it really depends. That's true. But the oldest kid, technically, like Marvel, it would be an only child, right? Like you are, because before all this other siblings come, that's the only kid. And like, how, how would you say, do you think only kids have freedom to choose? career paths like as i would say path? the only child to be honest probably has the most restrictive one yeah. because it's like you have one bet that's it that's <laughs> it better go right exactly yeah. that's that's our case <laughs> the time already went over all right <laughs> <laughs> okay that was a great discussion though and so i guess that brings us to our second question and i think this one's kind of interesting because we have our only child here so here's our statement right. only children are spoiled so okay <laughs> Raiden right. let's hear your take on this all right obviously it always differs with each only child but kind of obviously they are spoiled all right just simply put where else are you going to be putting all of like your effort or something okay based on one of the last statements uh, the marvel actually mentioned kind of gave me an idea like so let's say if you were playing like some sort of game metaphorically this child was yours and you had to put that child in if that makes sense i don't know if this makes sense or not but if they're your only asset it means that you have you ha- you have to go the farthest for them which means obviously they are spoiled but it, it all depends on what that child does with that sort of attention sometimes they can go south sometimes they end up pretty good yeah like they're all good people you know, as you're talking, Raiden, I see Marvel's face going like, hmm. I'm the true hands. He looks triggered. He looks triggered. No, no. This goes two ways. This goes two ways. They're not always the bad spoiled. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Stella, 
Do you have uh, anything to say about this one? Let's go. I do. Uh, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you just for fun, I think. Um, <laughs> wow. Only- wow. <laughs> you guys have been ganging up on Raiden. <laughs> this is Raiden slander. It's not even only child slander. It's it Raiden is. We got to take Raiden down. Um, okay, listen. Only children, I think that they're not spoiled because... Um, <laughs> Because they, because they're the only kid, <laughs> so then, <laughs> no idea where I'm going with So then, so then, like, like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, well, because you want your kid to be good, so you don't want to spoil them. If you only have one chance, then you're going to do it right, right? So then you're not going to spoil them because you only have one kid. So then don't you want to treat them right? Don't you want to not you know raise them like a brat i mean marvel looks good and i'm like, pretty sure he doesn't, i don't know he doesn't look like a spoiled brat so i gotta say only kids not so spoiled <laughs> thank you so thank you so all right all right and marvel our only child here do you have to agree or disagree with this statement let's go Yes, so I think I would say I think there is actually a middle ground. The problem with being an only child is it's your only bet. Again, like you people say. And the problem with that is that it almost makes it so that you go to extremes, right? Like, for example, if you fail to make this child love you, only child you have won't love you for your entire life, right? But if they fail, you will be known to have a failure child because this is your only child. Remember, keep in mind. Uh, and so I think that's where the most spoiled kids come from because you want to make the child love you because this is your only thing that you have, basically. But that's also where the, the for me, the insane amount of expectations come from for my parents because, again, this is your only child, so they have to make it because it signifies you as a parent, like, this child better succeed. You don't have any other child. So I think it can go to both extremes. Also. You can either be very spoiled or you can be very independent. And I would say I turned out to be very independent. Damn, yeah, Marvel. Marvel. All right, Marvel. Marvel okay. came prepared with this. He was like, let me show down. <laughs> That's good though. So I got to say, guys, I'm going to give it to Marvel for this one. You're not even okay. I got to agree though. Marvel did right. he made a really good point. He did. That middle ground thing, that is something we should actually take into consideration. I mean, you just I like that. for and against. <laughs> like, okay. Now, here. Here's our here's a question that I think our bloodthirsty middle child will have a lot of to, <laughs> will have a lot to say. But this statement is the second child is the most overlooked. Now, Raiden, let's hear your take on this one as the oldest child. All right. Uh so for this yeah. one, when it comes uh to the parents' attention, I honestly I might have to agree with that statement, but this obviously does not put any sort of child in a bad position. But normally, uh, amongst uh, my friends and all, amongst people that I know that are middle children, the stories that I do end up having to hear is that although yes, they can they can overperform very often. They're honest. They so in some cases they would be the best out of all of their other siblings in terms of intellect or attitude, let's say. And I feel like this could be a direct result of them being overlooked and them having to yeah having to work hard for that. I appreciate the, yeah, I guess. The, Sorry. The, they, they are the most overlooked. They are. <laughs> All right. So now our feisty, our feisty <laughs> Bella, let's go. Um, 
You know, I do, sadly, I do have to agree. Like, as much as I love my parents, I do think, like, a lot of middle children, like, they do, I've, you know what, I've, there's this thing, there's this, it's a real thing, it's called middle child syndrome, it is, it's when, it's when, <laughs> I did my research, y'all. She, she came here prepared, she came here prepared. Okay, but yeah, but it's, it's the belief that middle children aren't, um, are the most neglected, or are the most, like, they're not the favorite, you know, a lot of parents would most likely focus on older kid because that's their first kid. Of course, you get attached to the first one you have. And the last one, because literally the last one you have, the middle is kind of in between. It's like, okay, it's fine. Like, I think oftentimes, <laughs> you know, exactly. I mean, do you remember your process or do you remember the, the moment you start and the moment you end? You know, you remember the start and finish, but nobody remembers when people are running the marathon in between. You know, that's not, it's not an important part. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see your point, Stella. I see your point. And now, our only child, do you have anything to say about the second children being the most overlooked? Yes, so I would say I, I agree. But here's the thing, though. Although I agree, is that really so much of a bad thing to be overlooked, uh-huh. to not have as much attention? Is it really, wow. really a bad thing? God, I want to punch you so bad right now. Well, for, for example, <laughs> you don't have that many expectations for your parents, right? Maybe they're not looking for it all the time. And maybe you don't need those expectations to, you know, maybe crush you or somehow, right? I think <laughs> there's a certain stereotype for a youngest child. There's a certain stereotype for the oldest child. But for a middle child, you just have so much more freedom, you can say, to be you. And I think that's actually a strength rather than a weakness. So I feel like the phrasing is as if it's a negative it thing. So. When in fact, it could be something that is positive. All right. Okay, wow. That's a really interesting take on it, Marvel. Huh. But Stella looks like she has a lot to say. Huh. So our friends are now. Um. Okay. Go ahead, Tiff. Give us. Give us a time. I'm ready. Oh, I was starting it. Oh, already. you're starting. Okay. Oh, I'm starting. Okay. 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 Well, All right, Marvel. Okay, uh, your frenzy discussion starts now. I just. Okay, Marvel, I don't see it. How how can being overlooked be not a negative thing? Literal meaning of being overlooked is to be failed to be noticed. It's you know, it's someone who's disregarding you, who's ignoring you. Do you want to be ignored? Is that is I don't it, think anybody is there, wants to is there, that. is there a source for this? Is there a source for this? Because the way I see it is when you're being overlooked, it doesn't necessarily mean all your parents' love is gone, right? It just means that you won't have that extra overprotection that some siblings have. Okay, but is that fair? Is that fair? Because then it makes you... Because then when people are ignoring you, your parents could also talk shit about you or like they won't they won't notice you as much and so they don't give you as much like If your parents talk shit about you, then they just don't love you. That goes with every other (laughs) kid. That's not a good thing. That's not a good... That's not just about being overlooked. No, but like, okay, but like, if you're ignored, then you don't feel like you have a place. And like, the disrespect of being ignored, I mean, I mean, when somebody disregards you or, or, or you're overlooked, does that not feel disrespectful? It it feels, it feels like you don't even exist, you know? Um, like, I, I don't know. I just, I do not see how being overlooked could possibly be a positive thing because, like you, you'll feel not supported. Like if you're overlooked, you'll feel not supported. And every child yeah, is pretty supported. fair. It's pretty fair though. Yeah. All right, guys. So <laughs> you better Stella, came, Stella did come prepared with this, call it, like bringing up the second kid syndrome, which is an actual thing, by the way. I've also ever researched on that. So Stella, gotta give it to you. Gotta Thank give you. it to you. <laughs> okay. 
So, moving on to our next statement, and that is, parents favor the eldest children more. Agree or disagree, Raiden? Let's go. Alright. At the, at the very beginning, I feel that I might have to agree on this, actually. Instead of uh, having the youngest child being, being like the conventional favorite, this may actually come towards the oldest sibling at times, because as older siblings, when we do have to experience a bit of overprotection from both parents, especially when they don't trust you with, I don't know, like the most simple tasks, all under the reason of, oh, you have to be this, you have to be an inspiration to your youngest sibling or something like that. They're only doing this for you to obviously set a good example. And they may have to favor you more. And the way that they show this is to give this extra protection, this added layer of teaching, if that makes sense, yeah. Probably the oldest child might be the most favorite. It seems like a hot take. All right. Thank you, Raiden. Stella? God, that is so hard. Um, <laughs> Wait, the old, did you say the oldest children are the most favored? Yeah. Favored. Okay. See, that's, that's, that's with the wording. So do, do parents favor their elder children more? Um, I'm sorry. I'm a big believer in youngest, ooh, favorite, youngest, most loved. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love young, I love younger people. Not like that. I'm not creepy. Stella's about to catch a case. James Charles, please. James Yo, Charles, don't, please. Oh my God, Tim. <laughs> oh my God, cut it up. Sorry, James. Oh, like, right. Okay, but yeah, I don't think uh, my my argument short. It's youngest because youngest is a baby. I don't I don't have a much of a big argument for this one. I gotta say. <laughs> okay, thank you, Stella and Marvel. Do you feel like oldest children are the most favored, or I mean, you can argue because you're the only child too. So, uh, so on oldest child being the favorite, huh? Well, this is interesting, right? I feel like, like Stella, you make a point that like the youngest child are the ones who are generally favored. Uh, I feel like it seemed that way, but it does not necessarily skew towards that direction that much. I mean, what is favoring really, right? Well, you can still care for, uh, you know, you can still care for them. If you think favoring is like caring for each of your children, and I think it's much more equal. It's just that parents generally trust the older children to be much more independent. They still care for them, but they also trust them more. So that care isn't really put through. While if it's for the youngest child, it's usually much more obvious the way they care for them. Caring can be trust. So you can trust your older children. That can be caring. So again, this really plays into the definition as to what favoring is. Um, so generally, again, like I, I don't really have a stance on this one because it plays to the definition. All right. Thank you, Marvel. And so now begins our one minute Frenzy discussion period. Go ahead, guys. Okay, look, one thing that I wasn't able to include is that there is a difference between favorite and favored. Mm -hmm. Because the youngest sibling, to me, the youngest sibling is the favorite or the oldest sibling is the favorite. Because the way, the way I see it, favorite is to be... Yeah, a favorite is to be preferred out of everyone else, out of an entire list. Well, favorite is to be treated or to be regarded differently or to be regarded with like some sort of partiality with them. So yeah. It's kind of why I had that sort of sense. Now, see, I don't think that's... No, that's... See, that's exactly the same thing. You literally just repeated the same... <laughs> I love you so much, but, like, you literally repeated the same definition. 
automatically, if you're a favorite of somebody, then they favor you over others. Like if we're talking about younger sibling being conventionally favorite, I think the word favor is literally in favorite. <laughs> and they're, they're still two different Wizard Gardens. Then what's the purpose? Oh, they're not. okay. Okay, well, honestly, I would say Raiden's one was more compelling, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. What? I liked his his favorite and favorite definition thing. I mean, it may not be the accurate definition, but it's better than your arguments. <laughs> I, it was literally not. Okay, and so for our next one, we actually have a question instead of a statement. And that is, to what extent does the family dynamic affect your own behavior? A very interesting question, actually. So thank you to whoever sent that on Instagram. And Raiden, let's hear your take. All right. So when it comes to family dynamic, it, it plays a really big role when it comes to your behavior. As for, for first thing is, when there's a very little contact with your family or very little relation with your family, especially when it comes to attention from, let's say, uh, your parents absolutely pampering your younger child, the oldest child and the middle child may feel, of course, a bit overlooked. And in that case, their grades, uh, their grades may be affected. Some may skyrocket in terms of being more competitive, or some may just, well, completely give up. It's not to say, but it's true. So in that case, family behavior does play a really big role um, within... Okay. Put it this way, it doesn't just come into good grades, but also your levels of respect for other people, how you manage to uh, empathize in some cases, because sometimes your parents imprint this on you. So if you don't get that, you may never learn how to do so. Mm, okay. Very interesting. Stella? Stella, um, let's see. Are you still riled up? Are you still riled up, Stella? You guys are... She's calmed down. She's calmed down. You guys are boiling me up. Like... <laughs> I am like a soft <laughs> mashed potato now. Um. <laughs> a soft mashed potato. All right. I love that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyways, let's go, Stella. Let's hear your take. God. Um, to, to, okay. So, so it's to what extent does the family dynamic affect your own behavior? Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to base it on middle kid perspective. I think a lot of middle kids would agree with me. A lot of times they're like the mediators of the family. I don't know if I'm mine, but I do know I am between my sisters. And I think like those are character traits that can bleed into your friendships and like other relationships. So, you know, if you feel like you're the mediator of your family, um, cause you're like the middle kid or like you're the oldest kid, you're going to want to constantly feel like you have to fix everybody else's problems or, you know, you're the person that people come to and that's great, I guess. But when, I mean, like, who are you going to, you got nobody to go to, like, it's, it's kind of sad, you know? So I think family dynamics, sometimes they do, they do do that, do things to you. Like they are, they are quite a big, uh, part of your personality, but it's not necessarily a bad thing, of course, but if, you know, it, it does things. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Stella. And now, Marvel, our only child. Yes. So I would say family plays a huge, huge role in your identity, to be honest. And I think this goes for everyone, even more so for only child, but generally for everyone, I would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even if you don't realize it, if you don't believe it, it affects you subconsciously and really believe that. Because if you spend someone and you live with them for, you know, let's say at least the first 18 years of your life, it will almost naturally affect your personality. Another thing to keep in mind is that you grew up uh, with your parents. Your parents taught you the first 
basic behaviors. That's why there are people who are like get trauma, right? They do something like when they're three years old and then that reflects on them further down the line because anything you do at the very young age almost compounds effect as you grow older. And guess who has the most influence like to you when you're very young, when you're like zero to six years old? Those are your parents. So whether you realize it or not, I really believe your parents uh, and your, your family in general uh, have a lot of like influence in your behavior. Thank you. All right, now we're open for our open discussion. So, anybody have anything to say? I mean, I definitely have to agree though, um, because I'm the oldest child, but I don't act like it. But because, like, being the oldest child, I have responsibility to be someone who does take care of like my younger siblings and everything. It does make me also like outside of my family. I also care for my friends and stuff more. And I just feel like I have to look out for them as well. So I think, yeah, I definitely have to agree with this, like how family does affect your own behavior. Yeah, I mean, God, I literally cannot argue with y'all anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, yeah. Agreed. And okay, going to our last question. Ooh. Now we're going back to school. Like Uh-oh. the school-related question <laughs> here. And since Raiden did bring up grades... Here's an interesting Man! one. Should- <laughs> Why did you do right, that? Right. I, rem- I remember that. I remember that now. Okay, but basically the question is, should praises for grades be encouraged for parents? If so, will that lead to jealousy and bad grades for other siblings? Raiden. Oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. All right. Yeah. right. Based on what I can take from the question, it's asking on if praise should be encouraged. And honestly, the way I see it is that Praise should always come when it's due. You shouldn't always be praising your siblings for the most simple tasks. Like, for example, I, I'm sorry if my sister ends up listening to this, but no, all right, let's say my parents do have very high standards and my sister gets an 80, for, for example, on a test. And yeah, my parents do end up congratulating her a lot. But when I end up getting an 80, all right, it becomes a bit of a different story. But when it comes to grades and praise, of course, the praise should only be coming when it is when it is meaningful, when it's rightful. And the way that bad grades can happen after this praise, it's for us as siblings to really analyze that. And that is honestly the only part of that we can control. Is us. Thank you, Raiden. Stella? Oh, this is... Oh, I hate you, Tiffany. This is such a hard question. I can't answer <laughs> existential questions like this. I'm a child! <laughs> sometimes we're just faced with like hard questions though it's okay damn well i don't i don't know should praises be uh, i don't know i think there's oh god i have to take a stance on this don't i um you know what i say yes you should probably praise your kids when they feel overjoyed if they're happy with the grade you'd be happy with it but of course you know as a parent you do have to set boundaries if you i don't know just be happy when they're happy and when they're sad be sad with them <laughs> or comfort them or something but you know also discipline them i, I don't know um i don't know don't ask me these kind of questions these are these are adult questions <laughs> okay then and last but not least marvel yes so i think here's what's interesting right so i'm the only child so but i, I do have a take on like siblings i think people should praise and grades is one thing if you want to praise for grades i really think you should praise for everything else even outside of grades uh, the problem with comparing is that uh, you only praise for grades. I think that's where the problem comes from. People only praise for grades. When, but each sibling has a different type of strength. 
This is like relative to each other. And when each sibling recognizes the strength of each other, then they can respect more than be jealous, right? Because you're no longer measuring in one simple domain and metric. You're measuring in different metrics. And then it becomes respect rather than jealousy, right? You're not mm-hmm. you're no longer jealous because you respect that your other sibling has different strengths that you cannot have and then vice versa. So I think, yes, you should encourage and praise, but not only for grades, everything else. Damn. Well, that is all the questions we have today, actually. Very sad to be ending this whole thing. It was very fun. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the reveal of the winner. And our winner is Marvel! (laughs) All right. Our only only child. child. Any only child listening to this, you have been properly represented. Middle child and oldest child work better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, um, okay. I think we have a biased host here. Can we switch her out? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> excuse you. Um, this is not only a light open discussion. This is a light team members beef now. It is. It is. Oh. Marvel got lucky. It's a Marvel. He even. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Oh, it's a marble effect. Love that. It's a marble, you Guys, sorry. No, that's so bad. That is so bad. I'm sorry. But yes, guys, we're at the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for sticking throughout to the end and hearing us discuss and just communicate with each other about these statements. And thank you once again for sending in your questions and your statements. We really do appreciate it because they helped fuel our our discussions and our debates today and also our feisty fellow here shut up stop but yes thank you again yep this pretty much wraps it up um and thank you so much everybody for sticking to the end uh we really do appreciate the support it really does keep this podcast going on a side note this is just a light-hearted debate please don't take anything too personally um and if you guys would like to see more of this content, more of this style of content, I know this wasn't our usual content. You know, usually our, our things are a little bit more researched, more structured, but uh, this this was a new style we're trying out. You know, it's, it's a phase. <laughs> but if you would like it to be not a phase, mom, um, please DM us over at lightofficial.id on Instagram or send us a voice message in the description box below. There is a blow. I still have not learned my lesson. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody. Happy Pride Month, and we hope to see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye everyone.